You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to The Profit Podcast, everything NFL and fantasy football related all year long, with your host, Calvin Wright. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Profit Podcast. How is it going this fantastic, this fabulous Friday, October afternoon, October 22nd? Guess what it is? Guess what it is here at the University of Kentucky? It's the start of fall break. The start of fall break we get. Friday basically off because my only class was canceled and then we have the weekend and then two days we get Monday and Tuesday off so just absolutely fantastic time to get the 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 days off it's just great to not have to do school well I still have to do school because some professors sign stuff but it's still fall break we have a lot of matchups to get into but before we get into the matchups for this week which we will probably be able to get through all of the matchups in one sitting because there's so many teams on buys. But before we do that, I want to talk about the Thursday night game that just happened, Denver versus Cleveland. So I was destroyed in my main league by buys. I had basically my whole starting roster is on buy. And I was forced to start my running backs. I was forced to start Ernest Johnson, Javante Williams, and Miles Sanders. And so far, that has gone way better than expected. I wasn't really expecting a big game from Dearness Johnson because, well, Cleveland was incredibly banged up. We had no idea how good this guy was. And Denver's rush defense had been pretty solid this season, but he had such a great game. 22 carries, 146 yards, and a touchdown. Average over six yards a carry. Dearness Johnson should consider continue to have value as long as Kareem Hunt is out. And Hunt is on IR, so we should get about two or three more weeks of Dernis Johnson having substantial fantasy football value. Now, what happens when Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb are back healthy? Will Dernis Johnson be completely out of this offense? Will he have a small role? It's too early to tell. This could have been just a one-game instance of Darren Johnson looking fantastic. Personally, I think he will continue this to some degree, uh, but but it's too early to project that. But as long as one of those running backs, Hunter Chubb, is out, Darren Johnson has substantial fantasy value. Now on the other side of the ball, Javante Williams came through clutch 17 points. What a great week for him to have a bit of a fantasy breakout when people were forced to start him because of bye weeks. Only four carries for 20 yards. I mean, that's very, very efficient. I mean, he averaged five yards. A carry can't ask for more. But the fantasy points come through the air. Six receptions for 32 yards and a touchdown late in the fourth quarter. 
And this is where I am starting to believe more and more in Javante Williams. Melvin Gordon had more carries, but he didn't have as many receptions. But here's what we saw throughout the game. Whenever they were in kind of desperate situations when they needed plays to happen, Javante was the one on the field. It started off the game kind of a 50-50 split between Williams and Melvin Gordon, but towards the end of the game, it seemed more and more like Javante was the main guy. Gordon still has a higher snap count last night, but in the fourth quarter, when they needed a pass catcher and they needed bigger plays, it was Javante Williams. So they have confidence in Williams down in those kind of uh, uh, must-execute situations and in the pass game. And the fact that he produced the way he produced bodes very well rest of season for Javante Williams. He gets Washington next, which is a terrible run defense, so we'll see how he can do in that game. All right, so let's go to the first game of the week that we are going to be talking about starts and sits. Cincinnati versus Baltimore. This should be a good game. Baltimore is coming off the destruction of the Chargers. Cincinnati, I think they put up a good fight. Lamar Jackson had a a bad week last week in terms of fantasy. He only had 11 points. Really, they just didn't need need to throw the ball too much. He didn't look great, but but they really didn't need him that much in that game. So I think Lamar Jackson in this in this game against Cincinnati, I don't think it's as much of a blowout. And I think Lamar Jackson redeems himself big time with a top five fantasy day. In terms of the running backs, we've got Latavius Murray, Le'Veon Bell, Devontae Freeman, uh, Tyson Williams. Um, we're not sure how healthy Latavius Murray is. What I'm seeing right now is that he is unlikely to play. Le'Veon Bell got a touchdown last week. He was inefficient, but he's now promoted to the 53-man roster. Devontae Freeman, he is also there. I think if you have to start one of them, Devontae Freeman is the guy I'm starting. I don't really want to start either, but I understand your team might be ravaged by buys and you have to be forced to play someone you don't usually want to start. Devontae Freeman is the one I would put my money on to have a serviceable day. Now, Cincinnati... Uh, Joe Mixon is a must-start. He has been great this season. Uh, You know, he came back after the injury and he put up 25 points, 94 yards on the ground. He's one of the highest-graded rushers on PFF, so he is having a great season. Jamar Chase, he is also a must-start. He is having one of the best starts to a rookie wide receiver season of all time. He's on track for over uh, 1,400 yards. I think he's on track for 1,500 yards this season. And he's a touchdown machine, a big play machine. He's Joe Burrow's favorite target. So Jamar Chase, I am 100% starting this week. T. Higgins, I don't have the confidence to start him. And kind of same with Tyler Boyd. So Jamar Chase and uh, Joe Mixon are the guys I'm starting there. Joe Burrow can be started as well. If you have to stream, he's a good streaming candidate. If you have to stream, which... A lot of people, you know, Herbert's gone, Dak's gone. A lot of people have to stream this week. And Joe Burrow is a very fine streaming candidate in the bipocalypse. And then the receivers for Baltimore, Marquise Hawley-Brown, he still has to be started. He he put up a dud last week, but Cincinnati's secondary is pretty weak. He's a top uh, eight wide receiver this whole season. Uh, now, do we start Rashad Bateman? He came in and had a significant target share. I think he can be started if you absolutely have to, but I'm not personally starting him in any of my leagues if I own him, just because I have better options even with Bipocalypse. But if you somehow, he's the only guy, I think he will get you eight points, which is better than zero, which is better than zero. I like him more than most people on the waivers at this point. I will say that. Now, Green Bay, Washington. 
Aaron Rodgers should go off in this matchup. Washington's defense has been absolutely pathetic. And Devontae Adams should go off as well. I expect, you know, a, 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 a 25, 30 point game from Devontae Adams. He's got a lot of yards this season, only two touchdowns. I think that changes. I think he gets another touchdown or two against Washington. And I bet he gets over 130 yards. So a massive game for Devontae Adams. Now, Aaron Jones has really not been that great this season. He's had some dud games. He's had some massive games. He, he's been kind of what he's always been, you know. 40 points, 9 points, 9.20. Do we have confidence that against Washington, he'll have a big game? I do have that confidence. I think Aaron Jones has one of his blow-up performances this week against Washington. Now, here's one thing to keep an eye on. A.J. Dillon, he's getting more and more work. He's healthy. He got 11 carries last game. He had 15 in week four. If this is a game that the Packers boat race Washington, you know, a Devontae Adams touchdown early, two Aaron Jones touchdowns. In the fourth quarter, Aaron uh, A.J. Dillon could get a lot of volume. And if you are forced to find some running back on the waivers because you lost Najee Harris and James Robinson, I am fine going with A.J. Dillon as a deep uh, sleeper this week at the flex position. Now, Washington side of ball. Gosh, Antonio Gibson, what is going on with Antonio Gibson? Everything I see from a doctor is like, if this is actually a shin fracture, he should not be playing through it. That is not the type of injury you play through. He should be shut down. If it isn't a shin fracture, why does it keep getting reported? So something is weird. Something is just completely weird. He's expected now to play. This is terrible news for Antonio Gibson. This is terrible news for Antonio Gibson. Green Bay, Denver, bye. Why can't they just shut him down for the three weeks and let him get healthy? Because if they continue to play him and he continues to re-aggravate that fracture in his shin, then this is not going to be a pretty picture for Antonio Gibson rest of season. He will be unreliable and he will be in a lot of pain, like the person himself. It's unbelievable if they're making him play through a fractured shin. Go look at Fantasy Doctors, Fantasy Docs, Dr. Jesse Morse, Dr. Nathan Nawa. They're all echoing the same thing, that this is not right. If you have Antonio Gibson, I'm not starting him. I can't start Antonio Gibson with that type of injury when J.D. McKissick has been very good and very evolved, even when he's healthy. So J.D. McKissick is a smash start uh, because I think he will be the main running back, and I think he can get it done against Green Bay, especially in PPR leagues. But Antonio Gibson, I can't start him this week. I cannot start him. And if you still have him, trade him away. Trade Antonio Gibson. Get the heck away from your team. Terry McLaurin is playing two bad weeks in a row. Green Bay, he should be able to uh, re rebound. I just don't have a ton of confidence in this offense. That's the problem with Terry McLaurin. He's a great player, but his offense is shaky. And against Green Bay, it will have to come through garbage time. So I think that will happen. I do think Terry McClory, Terry McLaurin ends with a ends. I think he ends with a good stat line, and I'm starting him. But once again, if he has a big performance, you know, 20 points, try to move on from him because as we head into you know playoff times, you don't want to be relying on t uh, the Washington football team for your fantasy production. I I personally don't. All righty. Atlanta, Miami, Matt Ryan. If you need to 
stream a quarterback, Matt, Matt Ryan is a good option. Um, past two weeks before the bye week, Washington, he had 29 points. Jets, he had 21 points. Now he gets Miami, a defense that is struggling big time. Calvin Ridley is back from the personal issues. Cordero Patterson is still there. Kyle Pitts is emerging. Matt Ryan might be a great start this week, and I would recommend streaming him. Tua is also a fine streaming candidate. I don't like him as much, but Atlanta's defense has been very weak. And if you need a quarterback desperately, take a look at Tua. Now, am I starting Miles Gaskin? No, 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 I'm not. If he gets 40 points, I don't care. I don't want him on my team after what he's done this season. Jalen Waddell, am I starting? Heck yes, heck yes. I'm chasing the volume. Uh, he's basically the only only weapon on this offense right now. Everyone else is banged up, and Tua has shown that he loves hyper-targeting Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle is a very good player who can exploit the Atlanta Falcons defense, so I am starting Jalen Waddle. Calvin Ridley, I'm starting, and I am expecting the start of the kind of breakout season this week against Miami. Personal issue, he's back from that. He got the bye week. He's healthy. I think he goes off against Miami. Cordero Patterson, I expect another top top 10 running back performance from Cordero Patterson. He's been great all year. He's been putting up double-digit points in all but one week, and I think we can rely on Cordero Patterson against Miami. Kyle Pitts and Gasicki are must-starts at the tight end position. Jets, New England. Who do I want to start? Damian Harris, that's it. Who will I start? Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris. Look, I think this will be a run-heavy game for the for the uh, New England Patriots, and I think they win. And I think that Damian Harris has a massive game once again. He's been very reliable so far um, in real life. He's been running well. Now, fantasy-wise, he's had some inconsistency because of the fumbles, but I think against the Jets, I think he ends up with 130 yards and a touchdown. And Ramondre Stevenson... You know, 70 yards and a few receptions. I think he can get it done as a flex if you're desperate. And in one league, I am very desperate and I'm throwing Stevenson into into the lineup. Now, Michael Carter, I've seen some people say, hey, buy low on Michael Carter. No. No. I don't want Michael Carter. You know why? Because he plays on the New York Jets. And the New York Jets are a pitiful team with a pitiful offensive line. And he's been getting double-digit touches and he's not being productive with them 38 yards on 13 carries 38 yards on 10 carries he's not finding room to run you're completely reliant on a touchdown he has one of the highest touchdown dependency stats out of any running back in the nfl and starting michael carter or trying to start him is a recipe for disaster because if he doesn't fall forward into the end zone on one of his 10 carries that goes for two yards a carry he, he, he destroyed your week. So no, I'm not interested in Michael Carter whatsoever. In fact, if I have a Jets player, I am just throwing them away. I don't want a piece of this offense anywhere. Am I starting any of the wide receivers on New England? I guess Jacoby Myers can be started. I'm not really excited about it. Aguilar hasn't done much this year either, though. All righty. Carolina Giants. Sam Darnold versus Danny Dimes. Daniel Jones, the turnover machines going head to head man i can't wait to go on prize picks and select the over on the interceptions in this game my goodness we might set some records uh i'm not starting uh i don't really want to start either quarterback daniel jones not reliable at all i made a tiktok and I'm like i think daniel jones might be getting better and they put up 
terrible performances back to back. Sam Darnold, uh, he looked good for a few weeks, and now he's back to his old his old shenanigans. So I'm not starting him. Chuba Hubbard, sorry, it's Chuba. I wish we were Chuba, but it's not. I think we should start Chuba if you have him. Uh, he's been very, very uh, good in relief of Christian McCaffrey, and this matchup is exploitable. Next two matchups are exploitable, Giants and Atlantis. So I'm starting Chuba Hubbard, uh, especially in this week that is filled with buys. Saquon Barkley, he missed practice. I doubt he plays. Kadarius Tony, he missed practice. I doubt he plays. Kenny Galladay, he missed practice. I doubt he plays. Uh, Sterling Shepard, <laughs> missed practice. I doubt he plays. Uh, Darius Slayton, game time decision. Are you noticing a trend? Are you noticing a trend here? Um, if you... No, I'm not going to recommend starting anyone from the Giants. I'm not going to recommend it. For Carolina, DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson, I think you should start both, actually. Uh, they're both seeing a lot of volume. Robbie Anderson, it was just a rough week, but he had 11 targets. I think he gets things together in week seven against the Giants. I think he has a productive fantasy day. And same with DJ Moore. All righty. Kansas City, Tennessee. Patrick Mahomes, we are starting, of course, Ryan Tannehill. He is one of my favorite streaming candidates this week because Kansas City, apart from when they went against Taylor Heineke, they've given up like a QB1 performance to every quarterback they've gone against. And they are struggling. Uh, Derrick Henry, of course, will go off in this game as usual. But Ryan Tannehill should have a very solid game as well, which corresponds directly with A.J. Brown. Now, A.J. Brown is still dealing with the effects. This is an hour ago that this was updated. He's still dealing with the effects uh, of his Chipotle. Here's the quote. Tennessee Titans wide receiver A.J. Brown said on his Twitter account that his body continues to reject any food he eats as he tries to get past about a food poisoning that had him questionable last Monday. He did not practice Wednesday or Thursday, and he is now listed as questionable. Um, so the Chipotle got him bad. Uh, I really don't know what to make of that. <laughs> I mean, I, I really don't know what to, what to think about that. We've never really had um, that happen in my memory for a fantasy wide receiver to be suffering that bad of food poisoning that we don't know if to start them. But if he's playing, if he's out there and they say he's good to go, Against Kansas City, I'm starting. Now, if A.J. Brown is not playing because of the food poisoning, of course, we're not starting him. But also, Ryan Tannehill becomes not someone I'm interested in streaming. All righty. Uh, the running backs for Kansas City, Darrell Williams had a great game last week. He did not look great on the ground, but he found the end zone twice. So, you know, we're starting him if we have to. You probably have to in this bipocalypse. you got to scrape together what you can at the running back position. I think he's a decent start. Tyreek Hill is questionable as well. He was back at practice Friday uh, after missing Wednesday and Thursday. So this probably means that he will play, uh, but he probably won't see as high of a snap share as he usually does, especially he could re-aggravate things. So Tyreek Hill, we're starting but also take a look and try to find McCole Hardman if you need some wide receiver depth. If you if you don't have a wide receiver who's not on by, McCole Hardman should be productive. It's an easy matchup against Tennessee. And if um, Tyreek Hill misses a few uh, plays or a series or two, McCole Hardman will be the main benefactor. Uh, Josh Gordon hasn't been involved. Robinson hasn't really been involved. So Hardman is the guy to own if something is going wrong with uh, Tyreek Hill. 
All right, new update came in. Antonio Gibson is confident he will play. Still not starting him. Still horrified of what's going on with that shin injury. All right, Philadelphia and Vegas. I actually, I'm. this is going to be my upset of the week. I think Philadelphia gets the win. I think Philadelphia beats Vegas. Uh, I just don't really believe in Vegas right now. I don't think they're great. And I think Philadelphia is better than their record shows. Um, I think this is kind of the start of the offense figuring out the play calling. And part of this, I will say there's a little bit of superstition in that I was forced to throw in terrible running backs into my lineup this week, and they've exploded. So that means Miles Sanders is going to, because he's the third running back in the system. That gives me a little little bit of confidence if it helps. But uh, no, I actually think that Jalen Hurts uh, is going to, to get things together and in real life have a better game than he's had all season. Now, fantasy-wise, it's going to be your 25, 30 points, whatever. Doesn't matter how the game goes in real life. Jalen Hurts is still a beast in fantasy. But Miles Sanders, in this bipocalypse, I talked about buying low on Miles Sanders. I still think you should, but the window is going to close soon because we've got easy matchups coming up. Vegas, Detroit, uh, Chargers, Denver, New Orleans Giants, Jets, Washington, Jets, Washington. It, the window is closing to buy low on Sanders because all it takes is one big game, one game where they actually get him the ball. The, the snap percentages have increased recently. Last week, he had 83 snaps, nine carries, which was the highest he's had for a while. Um, so Miles Sanders is very productive on the ground. He's productive as a receiver. He just needs to get the ball. I think that starts to change this week. I think they get him more and more involved, and Philly wins this one. Now, Devontae Smith, I don't really have the confidence to start, but I understand in a bipocalypse, you might have to. He's not a great start. I don't really expect much. I would expect 9, 10 points, and you would have to bank on a touchdown. But it seems right now a lot of those touchdowns are going on the ground with Jalen Hurts. Now, the main receiver that I do want to start is Dallas Godair. This is a great matchup for the tight end against Vegas. Dallas Godair has been good uh, as a tight end option in fantasy before. And with Zach Ertz gone, I think Dallas Godair uh, has a top, top 10 performance this week. Now, for Vegas, Derek Carr can be started. Uh, he's had some big games, really only two bad weeks. So Philadelphia, a pretty nice matchup. You can stream him if you got to. Josh Jacobs, uh, he's been pretty bad. He's just been reliant on touchdowns. Uh, I'm not really happy starting him or Kenyon Drake, but I understand you might have to, but I'm not expecting big performances from them. And I'm not really expecting a big performance from Hunter Renfro in a PPR league. If you've got to, okay, you'll get your 10 points. Henry Ruggs is the big play guy. I would rather start him and hope for a deep touchdown then hope for the 10 points from Renfro. So Ruggs would be the guy I'm playing there. And then Darren Waller, of course, we're starting. All right, we're making fantastic time. We got Detroit and the Rams going against each other. A revenge game for Matthew Stafford. But wait, Matthew Stafford got hurt? That's what's saying right now. He's had a hamstring injury. Now it looks like he will play but keep an eye on that in case there's another report coming out. Matthew Stafford should have a great game in fantasy, and he should be started against the Lions. Lions are absolutely terrible, and Stafford could go off here for 250 yards and four touchdowns. Jared Goff, not starting. Jamal Williams, not starting. Amon St. Brown, not starting. You might see a lot of Jalen Ramsey. The only guy I'm starting on Detroit, well, there are two. DeAndre Swift. He was limited this week with this groin, the nagging groin injury. Gosh dang it. But if he's playing, which I assume he will be, DeAndre Swift is a must start. And then I also think that um, TJ Hawkinson has a rebound week. He's also questionable. 
gosh, everyone is questionable right now. But I think if he plays, he has a, a good week. He started off hot, 25, 20 points. Then he had a series of three, eight, four. He got things on track against Cincinnati with 15. I think he continues that. He sees the increased volume that, you know, we were hoping for. Uh, so I do like TJ Hawkinson. On the Rams side of the bull, ball, you got to start Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson should be a top 12 running back rest of season. He's looked great and he's exploiting good matchups. This is a great matchup. So I like Daryl Henderson a lot. Cooper Cup must start. He's the number one fantasy wide receiver right now. Number 17 overall player in standard leagues. Number five in PPR leagues. He's seeing consistently double-digit targets. He has not had a week without 10 or more targets this season. Absolutely incredible volume for Cooper Cup against Detroit. And then Houston, man, he is going to go off. Robert Woods, is he also someone who we ought to start? He's a little more risky, but things have been getting better for him. And in a game where I think that Matthew Stafford will, you know, be slinging the ball around trying to show the Lions, hey, look what I can do. I think Robert Woods is a good start as well. All righty. Arizona, Houston, Kyler Murray must start. Chase Edmonds, yeah, I don't really want to start it right now. James Conner, though, I think he finds the end zone a few times. Gosh, he's a touchdown machine. It's disgusting. I feel like he's going to find the end zone twice this week. I just got a feeling about that. So James Conner, if you need to to plug in a, uh, a, a running back that you wouldn't usually start because you have lost all your options to injuries or buys, James Conner, touchdown dependent, but against Houston, the touchdowns tend to uh, happen. So Mark Ingram, not starting. Davis Mills, not starting. David Johnson, not starting. Brandon Cooks, eh, I guess we can start, but I'm not happy about it. DeAndre Hopkins, I am starting. I He's been he's been solid last two weeks, 20 points, 20 points. You know, he's not going to be the complete dominant, you know, 40% receiver uh, share. He's seeing a lower target share than he's used to, but he's still a great player. And against Houston, it's a revenge game for him too, I guess, kind of. So I think he has a big game. I think he gets, you know, another 20 points at least. Christian Kirk, AJ Green, and Rondale Moore. Who's the one to start if you have to? Who gets the 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 touchdown or the big play? It's roulette. AJ Green, statistically speaking, has the best chance of it. He's been the most consistent of the three I think Rondale Moore is also a fine flex play in this matchup just because of the big playability against Houston. He could exploit that defense. Um, and Christian Kirk too. So these are all kind of... You got to start someone because you lost Mike Williams or this week to a bye or you're hoping to start someone and they got hurt. I think all three of them are startable assets as flex options this week just because we're going against Houston. Um, all right, new update. Saquon Barkley, Kenny Galladay, and Kadaris Tony all out. All righty. And all the other ones are still questionable too. Chicago, Tampa Bay. Guess what? I'm not starting Justin Fields. Um, <laughs> Herbert, Khalil Herbert. Sounds like he's the man for uh, Chicago after last week when he torched the Packers for 97 yards in a touchdown. Against Tampa Bay, I'm not starting him because they have a fierce, fierce, fierce rush defense. And I just, yeah, I'm not starting Khalil Herbert this week. Tom Brady should be fine. He's a must-start. Leonard Fournette has slowly become a must-start. He's had three straight weeks with uh, double-digit points, 16 points, 21, 30 points. He is looking great, and I'm starting him until something changes in this offense. 
Uh, Ronald Jones is less and less involved each week, and I'm not really expecting him to get more involved with Fournette producing the way he is. Now, Antonio Brown is out, so Godwin and Mike Evans are great starts. Godwin should have, you know, one of his his bigger games this season against Chicago, and same with Mike Evans. I like those two guys a lot. Ellen Robinson, am I starting? Nope. Dardell Mooney, am I starting? If I have to, yes. If you have to start one of the Bears wide receivers, it's Darnell Mooney for me right now. All righty, Indianapolis and San Francisco. Carson Wentz has been doing well. If you got a stream, you might pick him up. You might play him. I don't want to, but you might. You might. Elijah Mitchell, he is back. Uh, he was terrible against Arizona before the bye week. He gets Indianapolis. Indianapolis has been hurt by runners before. So, you know, if you've got Elijah Mitchell, you're probably going to start him as your RB3 or flex because he's he's shown us a lot of good things. Um, but I personally don't really like any of the San Francisco options except for Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel, I think will, he will have a massive game. Uh, Debo Samuel is seeing such an incredible target share. Let me find you the exact number. Um, but it's, I think he, I believe he leads the league in target share. So yeah, okay, he's second in target share with 35.9. But that is higher when it's just um, Jimmy Garoppolo throwing. It's something like 45. When Jimmy Garoppolo's throwing the ball, 45% of the targets go to Debo. It's absurd. But Debo Samuel against Indianapolis should have a massive game. Uh, he's a prize fix lock for the over, in my opinion, just because the explosive ability and the target share all kind of lining in a good matchup. Michael Pittman, he is also someone that can be started if need be. Uh, it's not a great matchup, but he's shown us that he can perform. Uh, it's 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 hard to trust him. It's hard to trust really in the pass catchers on this offense, but I think you can do worse than starting Michael Pittman. All righty. Who's next? Jonathan Taylor, of course, is a must start. I actually expect a, a kind of blow up performance from Taylor this week. All right, the last matchup before we get into some of these prize pick selections, because there are a lot of fun prize picks uh, uh, players that are at at uh, you know low projections. I think will go over. We almost got we almost got the uh, the big cash out yesterday because I did. Um, <clears throat> I did over on Javante Williams fantasy points and over on Dearness Johnson fantasy points. And I hit those two and then I missed on Case Keenum throwing a pick. I thought he'd throw a pick. Uh, so I missed that one. Still made money. Uh, if if I got in the three, my five would have been turned into like 25 bucks, which is nice. That's a nice profit. Uh, I only did five bucks, so I, I got one wrong. So I still got 11 bucks out of it. So it's a win-win. But um, would have liked a pick from Keenum at the end of the game there. Uh, now, New Orleans, Seattle. New Orleans, I think, will win this. Uh, on Seattle's side of the ball, Alex Collins doesn't really sound like he will play, which is uh, uh, bad. It sounds like, I don't even know, Rashad Penny and DJ Dallas. I'm going to be honest. I don't really care which runner is starting. They're all banged up, and this offense doesn't look good. I'm not starting any of the runners, no matter who's playing. Geno Smith, we're not starting. DK Metcalf, you probably have to start if you own him because he's probably your wide receiver one or two and probably your wide receivers are on by besides him. So we have to start DK. I don't love it. And Tyler Lockett, 
I actually think Tyler Lockett will have a big game. He's been silent since week two. I just, this is more of a gut feeling just based on the type of player Tyler Lockett is. Just kind of when you least expect it, he blows up. And I think it's this week. I think he has, you know, an 80-yard touchdown. And I think Tyler Lockett is a sneaky start in fantasy because most people are probably trying to bench him. I think you should start him this week, though. I think Tyler Lockett has a blow-up performance. Jameis Winston, I don't want to start. Alvin Kamara, I start, of course. And then the wide receivers, it's a crapshoot. Callaway would be my favorite, I guess. I guess. But I probably don't want to start either of them. So really, the only two players that I want to start in this game are Alvin Kamara and Tyler Lockett. And I'll play DK if I have to. Not something that we were expecting to say about this matchup at the beginning of the season. (laughs) But here we are. Now, let me do a few things before we close out. This This is just my time to talk. Buy low on Miles Sanders. Buy low on Miles Sanders. There's your daily reminder to buy low on Miles Sanders. All right. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on to the prize pick selections. So we're going to start with fantasy score. Uh, I'm not going to do the single stats to start off. In terms of fantasy score, J.D. McKissick at 10 points seems like an extremely obvious over for me. Um, And then... We're going to go, who's next? Cordero Patterson at 15. That seems like an easy over to me as well. All righty. Kyle Pitts at 12. I like that. I like that. I'm not going to bet on it. I'm not going to bet on it. But Damian Harris at 13, smashing that over. Who's next? All right. I'm going to do a few more over and unders. Um, I'm trying to find really juicy ones, really juicy players that I have strong feelings about. Miles Sanders over 13. Should we do it? Should we do it? Should we bet over on 13 on Miles Sanders? I'm going to. I'm going to do it. I love the chaos. I love it. <laughs> this is going to bite me in the in the bottom, isn't it? All righty. And then I'm going to do... So I've got, I've got the over on JD, over on Cordero, Damian Harris, and Miles Sanders. I've got room for one more in this, in this, uh, in this roulette. I am going to do... <laughs> Single stat interceptions. (laughs) This is my favorite stat to bet on is the interceptions. Um, Let me find. Oh, no, 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 I'm not. I'm going to do the over on um, Devontae Adams, 95 receiving yards. Actually, wait. No, there's so many juicy, juicy ones. I'm actually going to do the over on, um, on, uh, what's his name? Where is he? Where is he? I'm going to go over on Darren Waller, 5.5 receptions. I think he hits that easily. There we go. That is a solid, solid set. So we have got, let me read this off for you. I should do under on Miles Sanders. I know it, but I'm not going to. I'm being greedy. All righty. JD McKissick over 10 points. This is PPR2. Easy money. Cordero Patterson over 15 against Miami. Easy money once again. Damian Harris over 13 against the Jets. Easiest money in my life. Miles Sanders were going over at 13. That's not easy money. I shouldn't do that. I just really want Miles Sanders to do well because I was forced to start him. 
I hate that. I should probably do the under, but I'm doing the over. I'm doing the over. And then Darren Waller, 5.5 receptions, easily hits the over against Philadelphia. Now, this is a flex play, meaning if I get five correct, my money is multiplied 10 times. If I miss on the Miles Sanders one and get four right, it's still multiplied two times. And even if I just get three right, which is pretty much a given, it's multiplied by 0.4 times. So I'm going to get money basically no matter what because some of these projections are so obvious. So I'm going to place 20 bucks. 20 bucks is all you need. And if I get all five of those right, $200. $200. So you better watch. With that money on the line, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be watching Miles Handers real hard on Sunday. I'm going to be staring down uh, his matchup. This is starting to sound weird. But anyways, when you download prize picks, use promo code PROFIT and you will be entered to win the DK Metcalf autographed Rookie Gems Panini Flawless card. It's an amazing card. Goes for $500 on eBay and I'm giving it away to one lucky winner who signs up and deposits on prize picks using my promo code. So go download prize picks using promo code PROFIT. Make your money today. All righty. That being said, thank you for listening to this episode of the Profit Podcast. I got to get outside because I've got a rack of ribs on the smoker and they are going to taste so good, but I can't let them burn. So thank you for listening and I will see you next time. And don't forget to buy low on Miles Sanders. All right. Bye-bye.